It's Personal Finance Monday on Money Talk on Mix 93.8 FM. And tonight we talk about how to avoid overspending on funerals. David Neal from F&B Life joins us for this conversation. Where does one start in this regard? It might be tricky to even have a budget for an event of this nature. That's a very good question. I mean, we often see this where a lot of our F&B customers are facing a situation where a loved one passes away and it's a big financial impact in their lives. Um, often they, uh, it's a difficult to budget for, as you just mentioned. And this is particularly because people do not always um, always know the basic cost of a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, just really they're unaware of that. Um, if you just look at the basics of a funeral casket, undertaker, all of those things adding up. And there's also a lot of other smaller things going in around that. So it's often just a kind of surprise of everything adding up. I'm interested that you raise that particular one, and I wanted to ask whether there is enough education around this matter. I think the way that, our, uh, that people in South Africa generally learn about these costs is actually through experience. Um, and, you know, it's, it's unfortunately, you know, loved one passes where a grandparent or somebody like that or extended family member, um, and then they go through it with the rest of the family. You see kind of what those costs end up being. What we do suggest, therefore, for, for people is to actually... Try and be a little bit proactive. And, and, and if, if you know that there's going to be somebody that you will be responsible for the funeral one day potentially, that you go and talk to an undertaker, go, go talk to one of the funeral parlors to actually understand what those costs would be. Um, because it varies tremendously from point to point in South Africa. You know, some sites, some areas, certain things might be more expensive than other areas. So mm-hmm. to understand what it's going to cost in your specifically for you. What then are the common trends here which lead to overspending or unnecessary spending? Um, look, one of the big ones around overspending is um, just generally, I think there's a bit of uncertainty around how much should one spend. Okay? We, mm. Especially with, I mean, this is a loved one that's just passed away. It is your last chance to give them a proper dignified send-off. So it's a sort of a, it's literally a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And what, uh, and, and we often want to give a person the best send-off possible and not knowing how much you actually give there. Um, and there what, 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 what people can do and what we do encourage is actually if you have got a person like that, that you have a discussion with them beforehand. I mean, this is something that was going to happen to everybody. And have an open discussion and say, listen, what would be a dignified funeral for you? To kind of better manage that expectation mm-hmm. um, for, the, for the people being left behind who are actually going to be um, preparing and paying for this funeral expense. So you don't end up in a situation where you're overspending because... Um, uh, you know, just because you didn't, you didn't, I didn't have a good feeling for how much you wanted to spend. Right. Um, I mean, it is a real last one that passed away. That said, how critical is it for one to have a funeral policy cover or even a savings account to ensure that there are funds for such? Look, I think if, if you are going to be responsible for somebody's funeral, I think it is absolutely critical. Um, otherwise, we've seen we've seen this a lot where people somebody passes away and they end up taking a personal loan or incur big amounts of debt in order to cover these expenses. So rather than this being disruptive to your financial situation and taking money away from your kids' education or other more important costs, is there are solutions out there for, for, for customers. And what they can do, and, and the best example here is a funeral plan. Um, I mean, the amount is fairly small that you generally pay per month and will give you that protection so that if this event happens that you actually protect it. An alternative way is also to save, but often that uncertainty that you alluded to earlier uh, makes it very difficult to plan ahead and actually save up enough money for when the time comes. Mm. So often it's a mix of the two even that, uh, that works very well. Um, but I would definitely suggest um, to get some sort of funeral cover, but especially from a reputable provider.
What happens then if one misses a payment, especially if you start early and uh, you think I've had this thing for quite some time, but I haven't had the opportunity to use it or you don't even have money for that particular month to pay that policy? No, no look, I'm there. If you have a, if you're, so this all depends from insurer to insurer or from the provider to provider, but most good funeral uh, insurance providers will have a decent, uh, will have a decent grace period for mm-hmm. customers to actually try and recover. Um, you know, I can talk to our specific products, which we, in effect, give a customer um, if they miss a premium in the next month, they can transfer a double, they can pay a double premium to catch up. Alternatively, there's another couple of months after that that they've got to um, reinstate the policy to continue again. So, you know, if, if something out of your control happens, uh, you can always, within a couple of months, try and, uh, try and reactivate the plan and continue with it. What then is the best model, especially when one misses a policy payment, benefits can be lost while when you save on your own terms, it's up to you really when and how you contribute without losing out on much. Which one would you suggest is the best? Uh, earlier on, you alluded to being uh, safe and having maybe both models. But uh, what actually works, especially when consumers are not really in a position to have that much money at their disposal? Mm. Look, I, I genuinely think if you're on a tight budget, um, rather, rather go for a funeral plan. Um, just, uh, and, and the reason for that is that the premium compared to the sum assured, um, there's a vast difference. It's going to take you a very long time to actually save that money up. So a lot of our policies will take a customer 40 years, in excess of 40 years, to actually save that same amount up that you put into savings. Um, you just make sure that you can make the payments, and if you do run into, um, and if you do miss a premium, that you can talk to us around um, accommodating it. Thank you so, so much for your input. David Neal from F&B Live talking to us for Personal Finance Monday about how to avoid overspending on funerals.